Welcome to the Ambitious Introvert Podcast, created especially for introverts, empaths, and highly sensitive entrepreneurs to help you build, grow, and scale a successful, sustainable business. I'm your host, Emma Louise Parks, business and mindset coach for ambitious introverts. After 17 years working as an air traffic controller, the ultimate fast-paced, high-stimulus, extrovert-friendly role My mission now is to show introverts that they too can create big results and success because of who they are, not in spite of it. I focus on introvert-friendly business and marketing strategy to help you switch overwhelm for clarity, confidence, and clients. Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode of the Ambitious Introvert Podcast and covering a topic that we haven't really discussed before. So I am thrilled about because it's something that's really, really close to my heart. There's nothing that upsets me more when I see amazing empaths and introverts using their labels, I'm going to say in air quotes, and holding themselves back in business when there is absolutely no need. And I can't think of a better guest to discuss this than today's. So I'm going to hand over so that she can introduce herself. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me, Emily. I'm so happy to be here. Um, (laughs) My name is Pia and uh, I'm the owner of Curate Wellco, which is coaching and community for impact-driven entrepreneurs. And what we do is help female leaders scale their businesses intentionally while maintaining the integrity of their work and of their leadership and without losing connection to their community. And I'm going to point out that when we connected, I actually filled out an application for one of Pia's programs. And one of the questions was about, tell me about yourself. It was quite a broad question. So I was like, oh, so I'm going, yeah, I like coffee and I'm usually just in loungewear and I live by the sea and I'm an introvert and I work with introverts. And when Pia responded, she was like, okay, like you're me. You're like the you're like the English version of me. I am all of those things too. And when you talk about community, that's something that stands out to me, especially as introverts. When we connect with someone, even if it's online, they're in another country, they're in another continent, knowing that someone is similar and gets you that feeling, you know, that's just priceless. Yeah, it makes such a huge difference. I think in the world that we exist in, the, you know, mostly online world, we forget right? We forget that on the other side of an application is a person. And even if they're half a world away, there's an opportunity for a connection there. And I think that especially as introverts, we have a responsibility and, and I would argue almost like an advantage to, to facilitating those connections with each other. So did being an introvert hinder you in your business in any way, would you say? I think I've been able to work through a lot of my introverted tendencies as it relates to business. So my short answer is, is no, I I don't think so. And that's not to say that there weren't challenges. I remember the very first time I was going to show up on my Instagram stories and I was like sweating. (laughs) I was like, oh my goodness, I cannot believe I'm going to like show my face and talk to my phone and people are going to watch it. Like I, I was just like literally like dripping, sweating with like nerves. Um, and I think that there's a lot of challenges that I still come up against, especially as we continue to grow to grow and our visibility has increased. Um, you know, sometimes there are like those exposure opportunities that definitely still like make me pause for a second. And I think that one of the most freeing things about owning your own business is just the reminder, the realization that you can do whatever you want. And so I think that, you know, even though there have been challenges for sure, 
I've done a lot of work to figure out like, how can I make this work for me? How can I make this feel aligned for me and still see the success that I want to see? And one of the things that I discuss quite a lot in my content is our introvert superpowers and how they really are unique and special and how they are a gift to us, especially if we're in a coaching or community driven business. And I know that's yeah. something that you feel really strongly about too. Yeah, absolutely. I think that there are certain skill sets of introverts that lend really well to that that community component, like you were saying, right? About those meaningful connections, about listening really generously. I think that those type of things come naturally to people who recharge kind of internally on their own, right? Because we know we know from experience what it feels like to process those things. And so I think that allows us to set up that same interaction when we're with other people. Um, there's a couple of things on that note that have made a really big difference for me when I'm showing up publicly. And it actually comes back to leadership. And I think this is another really interesting intersection because introvert leadership, I'm sure there's like a whole other podcast episode about that specifically. (laughs) And um, there's a couple of specific practices that I learned through my leadership training that I think I have been able to like really integrate and embody really effectively because of my introverted tendency. So one of the things that has made a huge difference for me is to speak into each and every person. So I actually learned this when I was training to be a yoga teacher. When you are teaching a yoga class, you are giving a cue to one person's body, right? You see one person's body, you see something that needs to happen in their body to have them fall into that pose or that position uh, more. Let's just leave it at more, right? So you're looking at one person's body and you're going to give a cue to that one person. But in a yoga studio, there's other people in the room with you, maybe not in COVID, but (laughs) in normal world, right? And so there's all these other people listening to what you're saying. And so even though you're not necessarily speaking to everyone, everyone can hear you. And so the idea of speaking into each and every person comes back to the idea of we can speak to one person in a way that benefits everyone. And I think that it is that like connection to self that comes to introverts really easily that had that just click for me right away, right? Like the idea of looking at one person, answering one person's question, responding to one person's comment and trusting that that was going to contribute to everybody else, I think makes the idea of serving an audience feel a lot more comfortable. If I can bring it back to, okay, I can talk to this one person. It's interesting because that's why I settled on this format for the podcast pretty much. It's like, what are my strengths? What do I enjoy? And it's like, I'm an introvert. I love talking to someone one-on-one. I like having quite a meaty, deep one-on-one conversation. You know, I don't want to be in a group. I don't want it to be like a forum. I want it to be this conversation, you know, Pierre and I are having a conversation. Other people are listening in going, yes, oh, that makes sense. You know, that resonates with me on a different level because like you say, you speak into that one person, it still ripples out to everyone else. Totally. I think another thing, another leadership principle that has um, really served me in making a difference as an empath, as an introvert is the ability to drop what I know and listen, right? Like we know a lot. We're, we're, we're good at what we do, right? You're excellent at what you do. We know a lot of things that can benefit a lot of people. And I think that as 
an empath and an introvert, we also hold the ability to listen, right? To listen really generously. And one of the things that's been huge for my business growth is just really leaning into that and saying, okay, this is what I think I know about my ideal client. This is what I think I know they want. This is this is what I know. And can I drop that and ask a question and really, really listen for what people are saying? Can I look for what's missing in the space? Can I listen for really what's needed? And can I give a tool that is really going to make a difference? And just like embodying that practice, I think has been something too, um, as a really accessible way as an introvert that I can continue to connect with people meaningfully, right? It's a really, um, it's a really easy way for me to to understand what other people are experiencing and adapt and be agile to that in a way that obviously honors, you know, what I do and and what I want to put out and what I'm great at and, and all of that. So someone that is in an online business, but is an introvert and an empath as well, we're obviously balancing our energy and protecting our energy is key. Um, I know your, your business had massive growth in 2020, um, like 900 and something percent growth. Phenomenal. Yeah, it was 2020 was a big year for us. So what did you do personally to be able to kind of stay, I guess, stay grounded during that massive period of growth and also protect your own energy while still giving and serving to your community? Yeah, really good question. So if we're talking about, um, let's talk about social media, right, as a really tangible example. There's two things that I think really allowed me to ground myself, protect my energy. The first is that we're super systematic in how we show up online. So we are always going for, okay, what can we do that's going to add a human element to this? How can we like do this hundred percent? Like the quality of what we're doing on social media is super important to us. And we back that up with a really well-documented system for producing content, for engaging with our community online, for everything that we do on social media. And so what that has led to is that we can fulfill on the quality standards that we have for how we live into our values and how we execute on our values online and on social media. And we can do it really efficiently because we've got this system. So putting this system in place, I think has been huge in helping me um, protect my energy around like what I'm pouring into social media, because exactly what I have to do is it's there, it's in a spreadsheet, it's organized, it's documented, we can show up, we can do it, we can log off. And those boundaries made possible by this system have been really, really helpful for me. The second thing that made a really big difference is hiring help. So um, in 2020, over the summer in June, a lot of stuff was happening here in the US and I felt myself getting really triggered by like interactions I was having online. And I felt really exposed, right? I didn't feel like I was grounded. I didn't feel like I was able to protect my energy. And so um, I have I had help with our online content and our online engagement. And what that allowed me to do is just kind of like build a buffer for myself where our community was still getting support from us. They were still getting everything that we'd been delivering. And I was able to just like insulate myself a little bit. And what that allowed me to do was just not take it personally. Right. It allowed me to like stay grounded and still be able to make decisions and guide my team and serve our community without being so close to it. I really had that buffer 
I love that you shared that because I think that there is this facade online a lot of the time that people think, you know, especially, you know, six multi six figure business owners that they're in there all the time. They're always on, you know, it's them doing all of their own social media and, and that maybe they're perfect and infallible behind it. So to hear you say, you know, Hey, you know, I was triggered. I needed to take a step back. This wasn't good for me is really permission given to my audience because they often feel the same. I really hope you are loving this episode. I hope you are getting so much value from it that you can apply to your life and your business. And if you are, imagine what it would be like to work with me one-on-one. Over the last 14 years, I have spent thousands of hours coaching over 100 individuals and there is nothing that I would love more than for you to be the next one. Yes, I get client results like people hitting six figures in their business, six-figure launches, group programs, leaving their nine-to-five, and that's great. But the results that I'm most proud of are actually the transformation and personal growth that they achieve during our six months together, which is priceless. If you are ready to turn your ambition into true success, then head to the show notes, fill out the application form and let's get on a call and see how we can skyrocket your life and your business together. As long as you have the the guidelines in place for your company and you can trust someone to fulfill on whatever it is that it would be if you're not the one doing it, um, huge. I wouldn't be able to do what I do without my team. They do so much. They're so helpful. And as an introvert, I need other people to help me with a lot of that like outward facing collateral and deliverables and interactions because I don't have the bandwidth to do it all myself because I'm an introvert, right? Because I need that time to just like, okay, don't talk to me. I'm going to sit on the couch under my weighted (laughs) blanket and like, don't say anything. Um, and I read, um, in a book recently, um, that was, this was super helpful for me too. And I feel like this applies directly to, um, this community that, organizations that grow um, really uh, quickly and powerfully, but also really sustainably have an equal proportion of people on their team who fill structural roles, who fill creative roles, who fill social roles. And that, and then like strategic, right. Which is kind of like the CEO position. And I read that and I was like, Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so one of my team, one of my team members fulfills that like social requirement, right? Like I was like, I need someone on my team who is super extroverted, who is super community oriented, who is super social. And that's going to like add value to our team. So that was another thing that I think was, was really freeing for me. One of my best friends in business is hugely extroverted and she hired an introverted VA and she said it was the best thing that she'd ever done because she said she's on it and, you know, she's so structured and she's researched everything and it, it's all done and thought out. Whereas, you know, she's much better at the the client facing and, you know, being, being the face of the business, but she's like, oh, this is like heaven. It just works so well. It's just another proof really that we've all got our own skills and that by blending them and bringing them in, that's the absolute best way to build a successful business. Totally. And that it's not a determinant of how successful your business will be, right? There's just like so much more that we can pull in and question and create. So you have this beautiful online presence, this obviously beautifully curated brand and amazing content, which is what's enabled you to grow and and build this community as an introvert. So what is it about your content creation, would you say, that manages to draw so many people in? 
So I think that there's a couple of things that we've done to really set ourselves apart, right? So if we're talking about UVP, unique value proposition, we've broken it down into like my PIA, my UVP, right? Like as the person who is delivering the service to our clients, like what do I do differently? And then we have our business UVP. So what makes Curate Wellco as a brand different? And then we have our offer and our process UVP. So what about what we're delivering is different. And so it's really layering all of those things together that I think has helped us to step out. And I want to draw specific attention to the fact that with our curated content, we are very much building a brand that's bigger than me, Pia, right? And I did that as an introvert because 10 years from now and over the course of the next 10 years, I need Curate Wellco to have an identity that is not tied to my identity, right? That's how I protect my introverted self. And so if you're thinking about your own UVP, a great place to start is to ask yourself, what am I uniquely an expert in? Like as a person in any context, in any situation, what am I uniquely an expert in that kind of transfers to all these other areas of my life? When you're thinking about your business UVP, this can come from your values. It can come from your brand identity, right? So as I was saying before, like we are really crafting a feeling an, ex- an aesthetic and experience around the Curate Well Co brand that other people on my team contribute to and execute on, that I'm not necessarily me showing up, my voice doing it all the time. And then when it comes to your offer or process UVP, I think this is especially valuable for introverts. Ask yourself, what can you build into your offer that's different? And that honors your preferences, right? And your way of living and and who you are and the way you show up. So for example, the thing that that looks like for us and um, going back to something that you mentioned at the beginning with our onboarding form, we have really grown our business on community and referrals. So we do have a really strong online presence. We do have people join our community from our online platforms. And the majority of our revenue, and especially our high ticket revenue, comes directly from relationships that we've built. And so we have a formal referral program that incentivizes people who've worked with us in the past to continue to refer people to our business. We launched an ambassador program this year. So we hand selected a very small group of people to be Curate Wellco ambassadors, and we have a formal relationship with them. And one of the things that we ask in our application form is who are three people that we can introduce you to? So really building those intentional connections and that um, really like kind of focused network in addition to, you know, doing all of the online activity has made a huge difference for our business and is one of the things that makes our offer and our process very different. I think the referral model is so underrated in the online space and so so perfect for introverts i'm probably at around 40 percent of my business's referrals now or people re-sign in and and that is huge that's absolutely huge and it's becoming more and more common i know for people to incentivize people to to recommend and of course I'm going to go with a coach or a consultant that someone I know has worked with and gotten great results and recommended Totally. And it, and it allows me to use my bandwidth 
more efficiently, right? I can build relationships with a smaller number of people that are deeper and more meaningful, which as an introvert really works for me and is um, much more fulfilling for me and really focus on enrolling those people and cultivating a relationship with them. And if that's done successfully, like you said, they're so bought in and they're going to champion what we're doing. And like we said, it's that depth piece. It's like, we like to get to know people. We like to build a relationship. We like to go, oh, so-and-so, okay. They would be great to, you know, hook up and partner with so-and-so for a collaboration. A hundred percent. So in terms of introverting away from the business, what does your ideal evening or weekend or downtime look like? Oh, I love this question. I love downtime. (laughs) (laughs) I, so Saturday morning is my favorite time of the week. I sleep in, I sit on the couch, I drink my coffee. If I'm feeling it, I'll journal. If I'm not feeling it, I won't. Sometimes I read, sometimes I watch TV. Um, My ideal kind of turn off time looks like shutting my phone off and putting it in a different room. So when I'm done working at the end of a work day, like today, when I'm done working, um, I have the settings on my iPhone that like power it down, like my like fade out time. So my phone goes on do not disturb automatically like three hours before I'm going to go to bed. Um, So the screen locks, I can't see anything. I put it in another room. So I put my phone down, no more data input. I connect with my partner. I get under my weighted blanket. I drink some tea or some coffee, whether it's, you know, weekend or in the evening and really just let my brain turn off and just let myself kind of sit and and be. I'm a big TV person. um, So I actually really feel recharged when I'm watching TV, when I just get to like kind of enjoy something and not have my brain going and not have to talk to people. (laughs) See, I I do love TV and I love like really getting into a series and, you know, complete box set binge, but I can't watch TV close to bed. And I don't know if it's my high sensitivity, but I I have really vivid dreams. And if I've watched TV, maybe within about two hours of bed, yeah, it can be, it can be a bit trippy, but it, it's, it's that like information overload sometimes, especially if it's something quite colorful or um, not so much violent, but if it's quickly edited, you know, if the shots are are quite choppy so I have to force myself to be like okay no screens after about nine o'clock except my kindle so I have to be quite Mm. intentional with that but I know what you mean sometimes tv is just the ideal mind switch off because it's just you're not having to work for it you can just sit back and enjoy yeah totally I love that so on the topic of kindles if you were to recommend a book to my audience of ambitious introverts who are looking to get more visible online and grow their business which book would you recommend The best business book I read in the past year that was really, really helpful for me that I'd recommend to everyone. And I think especially introverts who want an alternate perspective on business growth that is different than, you know, here's the system you need to use. Here's the launch. Here's the, you know, kind of that very like outward facing is it's a book by the founder of Lululemon, Chip Wilson. The book is called Little Black Stretchy Pants. And it is a really, it's, it's very um, digestible. It's very much like the story of how Lululemon came to be as we know it today. And there's just so many good business nuggets that for me just really validated everything I was feeling about how I want to grow my business, right? Like Lululemon is famous for their internal workplace culture. They're famous for their community-based approach. And they are famous for their kind of like counterculture 
um, method of enrolling people into their business. And they have this kind of like underground launch strategy. And so one of the things that I tell people all the time, um, that's like a very polarizing opinion is that live launching is really exhausting for me. Like showing up every day for 10 days, plus all the work that comes for like the two months before it, like it is, I do it and I don't do it a ton because it's just exhausting for me. And so reading this book, Little Black Strategy Pants was just so validating for me of like, oh yeah, you can build a very large, very successful industry disrupting business a different way. So what people can't see is that I'm just going to show you my audible screen to show you what I'm currently listening to. There it is. And it's that (laughs) book. I literally just started it today. What are the chances? I'm about an hour in and already I was like, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, it's huge. Um, It was definitely the best business book I have read maybe to date, definitely in the last year. And it's one of those things that I'll keep reading like over and over and over again. Well, I'm going to pop that in the show notes for anyone that's interested. And um, that's my plans when I get off this interview is to continue listening to it. So, Pia, thank you so much for coming and sharing your beautiful, curated, introverted wisdom with us. I'm going to put all of your contact details in the show notes. But where is the best place that people can find you online? Best place to find us online is on Instagram. Our handle is curatewellco, all one word, all lowercase. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us today and have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Ambitious Introvert Podcast with me, Emma Louise Parks. If you enjoy this show, please, please subscribe, rate and leave a review on iTunes. As a thank you, one lucky reviewer each month will win a 60-minute one-on-one coaching session with me where you'll get the clarity and confidence to attract your ideal clients. And if you know someone who could benefit from listening to the show, then please do share and help me reach as many fellow ambitious introverts as possible. 